Hi, thanks for tuning in to Sin's Workshop. I hope everyone's having a great day. Today we're going to be talking about The Girl of Hawthorne and Glass by Aiden Jarrett Poole. Jarrett Poole, hope I'm saying their name right. Um, okay, so this is a novel I should have loved easily. You know, I love the premise. Um, I loved the young adult fantasy you know that's my genre if you you know if you are a follower you already kind of know that young adult fiction is basically what I tend to review but I think my biggest problem with this novel was it left me feeling hollow I mean I read this book at night time and you know whenever I would put it down to you know finally go to sleep it felt like I had absorbed nothing you know and I would just I kind of just chalked it up to just exhaustion you know I'm just like oh tomorrow it'll be better but as I continued to read the story when I finally finished it my exact words were what the hell did I just read you know it felt like nothing happened in this novel and I think that has to do with the lack of um, substance. You know, it really does lack substance. The story starts off, uh, you know, with some things that are also never kind of addressed, which is also a bit of an issue. Um, so it follows Eli. She's a maid. She's a maid girl. You know, she was made by a witch um, from Hawthorne and Glass and a bunch of other things. You know, she is an assassin in the city of eyes um she hunts ghosts in the city of ghosts which i'm going to assume is our world you know the our reality um that's what i'm assuming you know uber drivers advil i'm assuming cafes that's what i'm gonna assume the city of ghosts is our world okay great um it's a little weird that it's called the City of Ghosts without really any context other than she hunts ghosts here, but why not just call it Earth? You know, it kind of seems like an insubstantial kind of... It seems kind of silly to call, you know, Earth... The City of Eyes, I get. I get why you're calling the City of Eyes the City of Eyes. You know, you have to go through a portal to get to the where all the witches live. You know, I understand that. I get that. But it's clear this is Earth, so why not just call it Earth? You know what I mean? I felt like calling it the City of Ghosts was just inconsequential. But anyway, you're following Eli. She's an assassin. Um, she kills a man. It catches her off guard because she's never killed a human. She's only ever killed ghost-possessing humans. Um, so that's never addressed again her killing this one man you know it's kind of just like thrown into the wind um there's really no meaning behind it and she's sent back you know she goes back home and then she's sent back to the city of ghosts to hunt another person and they're you know they're not even the right target um and they're human and then there's this whole mystery and then she's kind of caught in this whirlwind with these witches, renegade witches who live in the city of Ghost. Okay, 
Um, the pacing is incredibly fast. There's so much lack of detail. And based on the premise, you know, based on the synopsis of the book, you're kind of expecting a stronger reason for her to join these renegade witches. But there is really, like I said, it lacks substance. You know, there's such a quick pace, but such a lack of detail. It's just, it's just words on a page. And it left me feeling really hollow, which I'm really disappointed about because I went into this novel expecting to love it. You know, I had really high expectations. And... I just didn't connect with it at all. I didn't think it was... I didn't think it was good, you know? Um, And I feel kind of bad saying that because, once again, you know, I felt like this is a novel I should have enjoyed 100%. And then, you know, Eli meets Tav. You know, Tav is a non-binary character, which I think is really cool. Um, There are points where Eli calls her a boy, but not really B-O-Y, it's B-O-I, which I thought was, you know, a really interesting um, take on respecting this character's, uh, you know... Uh, gender, um, their sexuality, you know, I thought that was respectful, and I do expect that from the author, you know, the author is non-binary, so I kind of expected that, Um, but Tav is just, I'll say this about all the characters, between Eli and Tav and Cam, they're not given enough definition, um, they're not given enough detail to sort of at least allow the reader to imagine them. They're just, they're like the world when I'm not wearing my glasses. You know, I, 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 have, I wear glasses, um, and I have a slightly strong prescription. So whenever I take off my glasses, the world is just fuzzy. And I feel like that's what these characters were. They were just kind of so blurry and fuzzy like you can kind of see the their fringes like if you squint really hard maybe you can see them but that's how it felt to me that's how I felt like when I was reading them especially when Eli starts mentioning calves cam's mustache my first words were he has a mustache since when you know and had I had more time I would have gone back to find that first instance, but that's what I'm saying, you know, the pacing, it's really jarring, you know, and there's such a lack of detail that you're not really grounding the reader in the story, and the fact that these characters aren't really, uh, structured or defined also doesn't ground the reader, I mean, the the reader needs something to ground them in the story, they need, they need some sort of substance, um, flowery words and lyrical prose is just not going to cut it, you know, we need substance, um, and it just seems like this novel was, 
it wasn't even that lyrical. And yet I'm look I look at the synopsis and it's supposed to be this uh, you know, the blurb says a lyrical lyrically written story. I don't see the lyric. You know, I don't see that at all. It's just very disjointed. Um, it doesn't really have that substance that I wish it did have because I wanted to like this novel. I really did. I really wanted to like it. And then you're you're switching worlds, you know. And then things happen. And I feel like things happen in this story. And then they just kind of happen. And then they're not addressed again. You know what I mean? It's just very inconsistent. It's very inconsistent as far as, as, far as storytelling goes. It doesn't seem like this whole story. It feels like there's bits missing. Um, and I really think this story needs a lot of work um, because it doesn't feel whole you know like I said when I was done reading it my first words were what did I just read like I have no idea what this was you know like what what was this you know I felt it left me feeling hollow um, unsatisfied uh, like I had just eaten a bunch of empty calories you know no nutritional value it didn't make me full inside and I like books that make me full you know it's so hard to start another book because you know you're still reeling from the previous book and with this novel I was just kind of really disappointed um it just has such a lack of definition to it that I just wasn't able to grab. There was nothing for me to grab onto. There's a lot happening, and the pacing is disjointed. You know, it starts off fast-paced, and then it slows down drastically, and then it picks up again. And then you're just kind of lost because there's hardly any, like, real detail to ground the reader in the story, um, especially because they change scenery really quickly. Um, the scenery in this the scenery in this story is pretty much non-existent. Um, that's not right. You know, it's not that the scenery is non-existent. It's just the story jumps from one scene to another, you know, changing scenery. But you're like, what just happened? What did I miss? Did I miss something? Like, what? You're, you feel like you're missing something when you're reading it. And it kind of made me want to pull my hair out. Because I'm like, okay, how did they get here? And I go back and I read it. And I'm like, okay, I didn't miss anything. But how did they get here? You know, I get that it's magical. I get, the, I get that it's fantasy. But I shouldn't be at lost, you know. I shouldn't be so confused when it comes to transporting the characters you know um it lost it lost me as a reader and it's just it was really bothersome that I really couldn't find anything to like about this story I read it from beginning to end so at least there's that I was able to read it it just left me feeling empty 
and I hate, I, I hate that, I hate that, uh, it left me feeling en- empty, like, I'm talking about it, and I, I really have no emotional connection to this story, and I really regret that, I, I really do, um, I just think that this this novel could have been... Uh, there's more that could have been done with this novel. There's more that could have been done with the with the um, descriptions, with the pacing, with the character dynamics that kind of also feel empty. Um, you're supposed to see these three people growing as a group, as friends, and you're not really seeing it um, either, and I think that's really sad. You know, I find it really unfortunate that that kind of happened. So... I have to say, um, this novel was a bit of a disappointment, you know, however, like I always say, I'm never not going to recommend a book, you know, um, this is how I felt about the novel, you know, this is my opinion. Other people are going to feel differently than me. Some people are probably going to love this novel. Some people are probably going to latch onto it quite well, you know, to each their own. This is my opinion. And I'm never not going to suggest a book. You know, the author worked hard on this. This is what they are proud of. Um, and I think people should give it a shot because of that. Because it's, it's like, you know, being an author is hard work. You know, this is their life. You know, this is their passion. And... I think that should be respected. However, you know, this novel just didn't grab me. And unfortunately, I can only give the girl of Hawthorne and Glass one star. That is my opinion. Once again, um, others may feel differently. And you know, I do suggest everyone, this is what I always say, pick up the novel, read the first five chapters. If that's hard to do, put the book down. If it's not hard to do, keep reading until the end. You know, give, just go by every five chapters. Every five chapters. If you're able to forget that you're only that you should only be devoting five chapters, then you know it's got you. It's grabbed you. It has your attention. Um, but I do think, you know, this is a novel. It deserves a shot. I'll say that it deserves a shot. But this, these, this was my two cents. This is my opinion. Um, and I can only give this novel one star, unfortunately. Um, it was just a really huge disappointment. I wasn't able to connect to it at all. And I really found nothing substantial in it. It just felt empty. You know, it's like when you eat, but you're still hungry. I was so unsatisfied when I finished reading this novel. And I'm really disappointed by that. So, once again, this was The Girl of Hawthorne and Glass by Aiden Jarriott Poole. Um, Once again, one star. If you want to purchase the book, I do suggest buying the book on bookshop.org because a percentage of your proceeds do go to local booksellers. If you are hesitant about buying this book or money is tight, check it out from your local library please support your local libraries. You know, they are a great resource 
for everyone, from kids to adults. Libraries are a great resource, and they should definitely be supported. Um, and you know what? Support me, <laughs> please. Um, please like and you know subscribe to my podcast. Um, I'm really hoping to make this sort of my career, and I can't do that without a little bit of help. Um, or not, you know, just share, just share it if if you like what I have to say. So, on that note, have a great rest of your day, and as always, happy reading.